The show's about to start. Are you ready? going on welcome to the show this is sports with strawberry ice i'm your host jeff trunapole and as always i bring you sports from a west side point of view right here in the great city of cincinnati ohio home of my uc bearcats baby all right guys if you found the show do me a favor hit that like and subscribe button smash that thumbs up I'm so close, people. I'm at 992 subscribers. I have over a thousand people following my Strawberry Ice Facebook page. I got over, I got a thousand likes. Let's get a thousand subscribers on the YouTube channel. Now, if you guys are in the market for a rental property, home, condo, apartment, do me a favor. Please check out T Properties. Their website is www.tpropertiesllc.com. You can check them out for all your rental property management needs and your rental needs. So if you want to rent an apartment or you own a property that you don't want to manage, give those guys a call and they will manage it for you. All right, guys, let's get into this. Wes Miller, it's Miller time here in Cincinnati. Like I said, I'm a Bud Light guy, but it's Miller time here. He was introduced today. There he is, him and AD John Cunningham. They had the press conference today. Now, I don't know if you guys all got to watch it, I did. I'm impressed with him. I have to say that. Um, I like what he has said. I like how he respects the culture and the history of the University of Cincinnati Bearcats. One thing he has said, and you know, they asked him about the conference. And he pretty much said, this is the University of Cincinnati Bearcats. We, doesn't it doesn't matter what conference we're in. This is a historically great program. It's in the top 10 in history of wins for the NCAA. And this is, I got a couple clips. This is what he talked about, what his vision is and what he wants to accomplish here at the University of Cincinnati. I know Houston just played in the Final Four. I know that. 
and I've dreamed my whole life about being a coach of a team that was the last team standing that was watching one shining moment sitting on the stage and I've done it before as a player so if Houston just made it to the final four why can't that dream be reality at Cincinnati exactly exactly what what Bearcat fan does not want to hear that I want to hear that that I want to hear why why can't that be the Bearcats you know I mean this isn't football you don't need to be at a power five conference yes the American doesn't help out a lot, but you can get better by scheduling. Mikey Saunders is already coming back, which is good. So maybe some other guys are coming back. We got the transfer portal. From what I've heard about this guy, he has a presence and he owns the room. He makes you want to play for him. Just like Mike Saunders decided to come back. And those are all good things. The other thing that I really, really liked about it, and I made a little... TikTok about it. So you guys can check it out on TikTok and I tweeted it out and it's on all my social media stuff um, about how he feels about rivalries. And trust me, he knows about rivalries. He comes from one of the best ones in college basketball, Duke, North Carolina. And he's talking about that other team across town. When I, when I walked in here for the first time, I thought about this place being full when we play that other school. And I've been here 24 hours. I already feel it. So I, there's nothing better than a great rivalry in sports. And I, mean, I got goosebumps thinking about it. I, I think it's what you wake up in the morning and you, you don't hit snooze because of games like that. I think that's what you're working for in the offseason. I, I, mean, I get goosebumps thinking about it. It's easy for me to dislike a rival. And I don't mean that personally towards anybody, but I can feel it already. And we want to kick Xavier's behind. Okay. I love that. I love that. He's putting an emphasis on beating Xavier. And that's that's great because when this rivalry is at its peak, is when when Xavier and UC are both really good programs, this town is on fire. So he's got a lot of work ahead, ahead of him. There's a lot to fix. But like I said, the good thing is you got the transfer portal. So hopefully he can get some good players coming out of there. And hopefully we can be a competitive ball club and for next year and get recruits. We need solid, great recruits. And from what it sounds like, he wants to play. He's going to coach. I'll put it this way. He's going to coach to his talents. He wants to get up and down the floor. He doesn't want to slow down, you know, slow down all the time. He's big on defense. So it sounds like it's going to be a fun, entertaining brand of basketball to watch. So I'm very excited about it. And other than that, we got UC spring football game tomorrow. I'm going to it. I hope you guys are. Uh, it starts at 1130. The first, they're letting 5,000 people in. The first 1,500 get a uh, spring poster football poster so i'm gonna try to get down there and get me a poster and you also can drink some beer down there so it'll be the first time i've gotten to go to nippard in a year watch my bearcats so i'm excited i you know like i said before i i i wanted eric martin but i can't fault cunningham for hiring wes i don't like the way he what he did with brandon you know but I'm moving on from that. It is what it is. It's over. Wes Miller is our coach. 
He has been a head coach for 10 years. He built a program from, from scratch. Pretty much what he's got to do here. Done it before. Under 40, 10 years of coaching experience, building a program. You know, if he wins, everybody's going to like him. So let's bring in my boy, Jeremy D. What's up, Jeremy? What's going on, brother? What is up, man? What is up? Dude, love the passion you got for your new coach, man. Um, I love what he said. It kind of, I don't want to switch gears at all here. We'll come right back to him. But it kind of reminds me of when the Buckeyes had a little trouble uh, early 2000s after Cooper. And, you know, we had this guy out of nowhere named Jim Tressel. Who? Exactly. <laughs> and to hear him talk, even though I knew nothing about him, said a lot about how passionate he was about beating the team up north mm -hmm. and really revamping the program after Cooper left completely. And then from then on, we've been just about a juggernaut. And I tell you what, if this kid's got the fire and can get these kids playing and is as good of a recruiter as he is doing press conferences, I don't see – I tell right. you what. And plus, Cincinnati, they're not losers, man. You know what no. I mean? I mean, th this is a this is a good this has been a good solid tradition basketball team. I'll admit it. Now I'm a Buckeye fan. Ours is not. Yeah, um, we beat you guys in the in the national championship. Remember that? <laughs> well, we don't remember. We weren't around, but we know about it. <laughs> and that's why you know I give that that trophy to you guys, man. And I hope that. I hope you guys tear it up. I'm glad you're excited about it. Um, the one thing we were talking about before the show was um, had you had this guy came to your mind? Have you ever heard of him? Uh, where'd he come from? And so everything's kind of new for you as well, yeah. other than yeah. what you're hearing, right? Yeah, it's all I'd never, I've, honestly, I'm not gonna lie, I've never heard of him. <laughs> I don't know who he was. I, I like somebody. On my birthday, at my birthday party, he texted me and said, Wes Miller's going to be the coach. I said, who? <laughs> I didn't know who he was. But one thing I want to bring out that I, a lot of Bearcat fans have said, and I, I I can't stand this mentality as well. He's only going to be here for a couple years. Well, that's not true. Luke Fickle, did anybody think he'd be here for five years? And he's about to start his fifth year. People, if you get the right coach in the right situation, they will fall in love with this place. you know. And I'm not saying he's going to be here for 10 years. He, hell, he might hear, be here for three. I, I don't know. But the thing is, though, if other schools are trying to get him, then that means we're winning. That means we, he's done a really good job. So we're always going to have that. I mean, we had that with Huggins. When Huggins was, was the coach here, people were trying to get him. The Miami Heat tried to get him to go to the NBA. West Virginia tried to get him the first time. He decided to stay until we decided to get rid of him for some silly reason. But anyway, the point is, it's not necessary that he's going to leave. Or when he's going to leave, he might stay. But if he does leave, it means the program is on the right track. And hopefully, if that happens, they have you know you replace him with another great coach and you keep it rolling. But I, the thing is, with it's basketball is different than football. And basketball, Luke Fickle's going to have a very hard time ever winning a national championship here. That's one of the biggest reasons I want to get out of the American Conference 
because I I know he is going to want a chance to win that. Not you know, and, and he has a better shot if we get into the ACC or something like that. So that's where I'm hoping eventually that'll happen. True. That's the, true. The only way that I mean, I'll, honestly, okay, let's put it this way: if the North Carolina, if Hubert Davis does terrible at North Carolina, and West does great here at the Bearcats. Trust me, he's going to go to North Carolina. <laughs> that is his alma mater. Uh, he won a national championship there. And we got no shot of keeping him from 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 doing that. And that's kind of the way I feel about when when Brian Kelly left. You know, I know everybody's like, oh, he got made. he went to Notre Dame. That was his dream job. You know, that's where he wanted to go, and it's a lot more money. So it's just, it's kind of what I said with the Reds when they started the season. Enjoy the moment. You know, you have everybody has to enjoy. Don't worry about what's going to happen. All oh, this can happen. All that worry about right now. And say that I, I'll even bring that back to to uh, the NFL draft. You know, Sewell or Chase. Well, we got to draft Sewell because we don't want Carson or Carson. We don't want Joe freaking Burrow to get hurt. Let's not look. People get hurt in football. Quit worrying about what could happen. Enjoy what's happening right now. When you get Jamar Chase. And we have Higgins and Boyd. Oh, my. We're going to kick some ass. We're going to be good. I'm hoping this Coach uh, Miller is going to kick some ass and be good and beat Xavier. I'm so tired of losing to them. But just Bearcat fans, Cincinnati fans in general, stop worrying about what could happen, you know? Because you can wake up. You can, you might not wake up tomorrow. That could happen, you know? So there's so many things that could happen. No. Just enjoy the moment. And, I, and Cincinnati fans in general just – awful at you know oh my goodness you know well he's not gonna be here for this long i'm like why do you want to be a fan like that i I, i've never understood that that mentality enjoy the moment enjoy what you have because i got a feeling we're in for a surprise this year i I, with the transfer portal that is there and there's a thousand kids in this thing there's a good chance we could have a competitive team when mick took over and he had one recruit there wasn't you kids couldn't transfer this fast this easily. They can now. So it hurt the Bearcats when these guys left, but it could help them now. So he's got to get on, on the ball. First day he already talked to the legendary Bearcats. Um, I don't know if they're all on board or not, but to me, that is reaching out saying he, he even said it in his press conference. Look, I'm an out, outsider. I'm I I know Cincinnati Bear, Bearcat basketball. He goes, you know, two. Uh, NCAA championships, six Final Fours. He goes, this is a historic program here. Oscar Robinson, Kenya Martin, two of the greatest college basketball players ever. I mean, Oscar, one of the greatest basketball players in history. Period. He, yeah. Yes. He, so he knows since that. He goes, no, I don't know at all. He goes, but give him a chance. I'll learn it. And that's – you can't ask for any more than that. He knows he's an outsider, but he's embracing being in – the university sits as head coach. And this is what his dream was, is to be a coach of a big time program. Cincinnati is a big time program, no matter what conference we're in. That is exactly right. And well said. And the fact of the matter is, is in the NBA coaches go from one end of the earth to the other. I mean, you know, one's you, you may be coaching in uh, Los Angeles, one year, the next year, you're moving your family to New York. So, you know, all that learning. You know what? He's going to be just fine when it comes to all that. Um, you know, I hope for your sake, you know, within the next couple of years at least, that people do 
try to come after him, just like you were saying. Yeah. Because that says your whole program as a whole has gotten so much better that a North Carolina would want that guy. Now, I'm not mm -hmm. saying this is going to happen. Hell, that he could be fired at the end of the year. I, I don't know, okay? But um, he could also go on one hell of a run. And let me tell you something. If he would pick the Bearcats basketball back up, everybody was mad at Brandon, and now we got this guy. A lot of people are upset about that. But if he puts it back to where – Right. It was, and what we're used to seeing out mm -hmm. of Bearcat basketball, then even the new coach that comes in, it's it trends. It's a trend. Right. You just right. keep growing and well, getting better. You had we had that with our football program until all oh, until we got Tommy Tuberville. I mean, that's exactly cool. what we had. You mm -hmm. know, it started with 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 Rick Mentor. You know, he got us to a certain level. He was there too long. We should have moved on from him. You know, a while before that. Right. But then we had D'Antonio. Uh, D'Antonio. He went to Michigan State. Then we had Brian Kelly, he went to Notre Dame. Then we had uh, Butch, and he went to Tennessee. And then Tyreville came in and you know screwed the whole thing up. But then now we got Fickle. So yeah. it yeah. can keep happening. But the thing is, it's different now. We the only thing that we're missing is the conference, you know, as far as football goes. Right. If we if we can get in the right conference someday, which I still think. Uh, I can't believe that we are still in the American, to be honest. I, uh, I mean, it's I, I can't believe we haven't been able to get out of it. Um, but if you look at Fifth Third Arena, the, the basketball arena, you can't find, as far as Division One basketball goes, there, there's not a better arena than that one. I mean, this is just as good as anybody's yeah. in the country. Nippert, no, it's not, you know, Ohio State. It's not the horseshoe. It's not. And it, it's probably never going to be that. The, it, it, we're on a different playing field even if we get into a big conference because the just of what just of the school it's a city school stuff like that i mean and and ohio state and all of them are longer traditioned in football than we are but i'm not saying we can't change that you know we can build upon what we have and if you've ever been if you ever jeremy if you ever come up to cincinnati to visit again sometime you and me after we go to the Bengals game you have got to experience a Cincinnati football game at night at Nippert. Nippert at night. I will put that up against any college football experience. I mean, it's it is awesome because you're right in the middle of campus. The whole center, you feel like you're the center of the universe. It's down in the you know down on the ground, so all the sounds down there. It's loud. It's roared. It's it's a freaking blast. I love going to Nippert at night. Luke Fickle talks about it all the time. It's one of the greatest college basketball experiences ever. Now, I know everybody got LSU and 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 uh Alabama and and you know and the Cal largest, the Cal yeah, yeah, the world's largest cocktail party. I I I know. I know. I'm just saying, I'm not saying it's better. It's just as good and it's just as much fun. So we have tradition here. We have this stuff. We just got to enjoy it and 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 stop acting like we're the little stepchild because we're not. Yeah, that's true. I mean, and we're going back. You, you want to talk Bearcat football. I mean, you guys aren't that little redheaded stepchild anymore there either. Fickle, God bless him. He's done something great with you guys. I hope he keeps it up. But you've already, but just what he's done in Cincinnati for football has already built that program up to if he decides to go 
somewhere else. There is going to be a coach out there that is going to be highly regarded That's that a lot of teams are going to want. Right. He's going to come to Cincinnati. Now, now one if, good thing about Fickle is he's got 25 kids. I'm exaggerating. Yeah, 25 kids. So it's kind of a pain in the butt <laughs> to yeah. uproot him also. I think that's another reason why he stays. And Luke's a loyal guy. Good point. And now, I mean, I, I really, my opinion, I think it's got to be a really good school. And everybody's, well, you know, Big Ten school will will come getting. Well, there's been a couple Big Ten schools that have come after him, and he hasn't left yet. So, I mean, I know you don't like this, but if Ohio, which I don't think is going to happen, Day's the coach, but if Ohio State's job ever came open, yes, he'd leave for that. You know, oh, their yeah. name job ever came open, yes, he'd leave for that, you know. Yeah. But that's, there's only a couple of them, and, and as far as I know, Kelly's not leaving anytime soon. I don't think Ryan Day's leaving anytime soon. So I, I think I'm not saying he's going to stay here forever, but we're, we're getting five years out of him right now. So yeah. let's enjoy this. And we could have the same thing with Wes Miller. I'm not saying it's going to happen. I have no idea. I just want everybody to enjoy the ride that I think we're about to experience because we deserve it after the last basketball year or last ba- two basketball years we've had. You know, I mean, Mick Cronin got us up to a certain level. And I just have a feeling that this guy's going to be able to recruit, I won't say better players, but just higher caliber players because Mick had certain guys that he recruited and they were not bad players. I loved all of them. When we were going to Final Four teams, or when we were going to Final Fours, we we're going to Elite Eights, right. we had NBA talent. And I posted that on the Strawberries page yesterday. And people took it as I'm bashing, you know, I'm a hugging supporter and I'm bashing this. And I'm not like, no, 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 I'm not bashing anything. I'm just saying when we were going to final fours, when we we're going to sweet 16s, when we we're going to elite eights, we had guys that were first round picks, regardless if they were McDonald's all Americans, five-star recruits, whatever. By the time they left this program, they were first round picks. So he's got to get the guys to buy into what he's doing and also had the talent to achieve their, their highest level. You know, yep. So if you get guys that early, like they can only do so much, no matter how hard they try, just that's just the way God given ability is sometimes. Yep. If you get the guys that are up here that have the talent and you can get them to re- reach that potential, you're going to get more guys in like that. Yep. That's how you build a winning program. And once you start doing that, it's going to get easier and easier and easier to recruit. So, and like I said, it's basketball, it doesn't matter what conference you're in. I mean, <laughs> Uh, Loyal of Chicago went to the final four. I mean, VCU, I, I mean, all it doesn't matter. Mm. You know, you can beat anybody. It's one, and to get to the NCAA tournament, it's one game. Uh, you lose one game, you're out. So, yep. And let me tell you something if, if, if I'm a Bearcat fan after watching some of his press conference and some of those clips that you threw up there, you know, I, I'm pretty thrilled because I'm what I'm doing is I'm watching a guy. And I'm imagining he's sitting across from me and my 17-year-old son, 18, 19, maybe, maybe even in the draft portal. And sitting there talking to the guy, he's got a little edge to him. He's got a little fire to him. He's even got a little bit of uh, comic – I wouldn't say comic relief, but he, he's just got a good attitude overall. And that's the stuff that entices players. They just want to be a part of a team and they want to have a coach that respects them, but is also 
on their ass, making sure you know they're doing <laughs> what they're supposed to be doing. And that's right. Uh, that's what I see in him. And yeah, and what and, and the thing I, I liked about his press conference is you could tell the passion that he has for coaching and the passion he has for his players. If you if you watch the beginning of, of his press conference, he said, "I'm a player's coach," and I, to me, it almost sounded like he started tearing up. He talked about his players that he left. Yep. You know, that he he said, "You are my guys." No matter what, he goes, and now I want you to come here and put Bearcat gear on and sit in the sands and, and cheer us on. That right there, I think would if, if he feels that way and he's talking about his former players and he's thanking them because they're one of the biggest reasons he's in this position and he's got that much emotion toward those players and it's genuine. You can feel that it's genuine. That that That's yeah. going to make play. And he can get the Bearcat players to feel like they're going to run through a wall through that for that dude. You're, you're not kidding, man. I mean, well, you can even go to uh, Luke Fickle again, you know, how the program was before him, now mm-hmm. where your program's at now. The players have responded to whatever it is he's doing, whether it's uh, verbally, whether it's coaching, whether it's, you know, being your friend and a coach at the same time, which is being a player's coach. Um, and if if it works out that way for you guys in basketball, Man, I just like I just wish you guys could get out of that division. Yeah, me too. I, I I still think someday we're we're going to get into the ACC. I just I just have a feeling because I eventually my I, nothing's going to happen until all this COVID crap kind of calms down. I yeah. still think that they're eventually the SEC, ACC, and Big Ten are all going to go to sixteen teams. That's what I think. But yeah. and that would kind of destroy the <laughs> the Big Twelve and the America. But that's where I think it's going to go. But we'll see. But tomorrow is going to be fun. I know you're excited about Ohio State spring game. I'm excited about the Bearcats spring game. I get to go. And the cool thing, this is one thing I do love about UC. And I know you can't do this at Ohio State. but we can since we're grandfathered in. We can drink beer at football games. So Ooh. I'm going to go down there. I'm going to have me a nice cold brewski, watch the Bearcats, check out the new recruits. And that's the other thing, too, with Luke. Look at the recruits he's getting in. I mean, we're getting, we're not getting – Bad recruits. I mean, we're getting really good recruits. So I'm very excited to to watch Bearcat football tomorrow because, like I said, I haven't been to Nippert in a year. So I'm I am excited. What are, what uh what's the new uh what's going on with Ohio State's uh, spring football? What are you guys looking forward to tomorrow? Well, gonna watch it on TV. <laughs> um, starts at um, noon, ends at two. Uh, I believe the Big Ten. I, I was just I just recorded it in there. I'm thinking Big Ten Network, guys, but could be something else. You can find it easy on the internet. Um, you know what? If you're a Buckeye fan, if there's any Bucknuts out there watching or gonna or will be watching, this is probably one of the biggest um, spring games we've had in a long time. And I say that to say this, and that is, first off, we have – Three quarterbacks, four, five stars. We've got one that was in high school last year named Kyle McCord. I'm sure the Buckeyes would know about him. Oh, I know who he is. Yep. And he w- he was actually a uh, redshirt, I believe. And then we also have two uh, true freshmen, which are Jack Miller who is a five-star recruit, 
and C.J. Stroud, who came in and uh, relieved uh, Fields when he had a, a little knee injury. To me, you know, my dad, he don't he he, he didn't like what he saw from um, um, or, or Stroud. I said McCord Stroud personally. But, you know, my God, he was he was a freshman. But this is what worries me. These are huge recruits. And as of now, Ryan Day quoted as saying neither at none of the three quarterbacks have separated themselves to name a starter before the spring game, which we already knew he was going to say that. Oh, yeah. Um, running back, you know, we lost a good one. Um, we always lose good ones. Preach on. Exactly. <laughs> and we're kind of – we're with Teague, Master Teague. He's your power back. Um, we've got Mayan Williams, another freshman, another young kid uh, coming in. And we've got Travion Henderson, which is – he's 5'10", 210. And they said when he showed up, he looked exactly like J.K. Dobbins. There you go. Build-wise. So we're okay there. But just to get through this so you can get into your game um, – we have all new linebackers this year. I I can't name them. I now I could jump on my phone. I've got it saved, but um, you're you're, mo- you're gonna you're just gonna have to watch tomorrow because these guys are literally. I, I mean, I I've never. I don't know who they are. I've never heard of them. I I you know we've got. Josh Fryer, we got Craig Young, we got Cody Simon. These are all new guys that we're going to get a watch tomorrow. And the third thing and last thing, I'm I'm a little bit worried about our defensive backfield because we lose those every year too. Yeah. Cameron Brown, he's hurt. Long-term injury, they're hoping he's back for football season. Mm Mm-hmm. And seven banks. He's Achilles, knee, ACL, something, hoping he's going to be back. Those two guys didn't even start the whole year last year. They were kind of rotational. So those were the two studs that need to be practicing now to help us out. So my overall take on the game tomorrow is – Watch the quarterbacks, which I know everybody will do. Running backs, wide receiver, we're loaded. No problem there. Offensive line, will be okay. Defensive line, be okay. Linebackers and defensive backfield. Keep an eye on those guys because we were rated 110th in the NCAA last year in um, passing average or, or, or giving up passing yards. We cannot do that. Luckily, those guys are gone. These are new guys. But, man, it's going to be fun to watch these guys and see and see how they hold up against three good four- and five-star quarter, uh, quarterbacks. There you go. All right, guys, 6 o'clock here. i like to remind you what you are watching. You're watching Sports with Strawberry Ice. You can follow me on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. And if you're watching me on Facebook or Twitter, do me a favor. Go to the YouTube channel. Please subscribe to Cincinnati Sports with Strawberry Ice. I'm at 992 subscribers. I got over 1,000 
likes on my Facebook page. I got over a thousand followers on that page. I'd like to get a thousand um, subscribers. That would be awesome. Now, Jen just put this up here, not to change the subject, but Chase, there's a Chase special on the NFL Network tonight. Uh, oh, wait, Joe, really? You can't, Joe? I'm just, Joe says you can drink beer at Buckeye Games now, which I didn't know that. I know the the, the UC uh, Bearcat Buckeye Games I went to, we couldn't. So they must have just changed that. Well, Joe. I want to put he, this up there. He's going to say, you know, well, we can smoke weed in Cincinnati at our game. I mean, that's probably what Jeff will say, for crying out loud. Of course. Why would <laughs> I not say that? But here, let's put this up here. Uh, mm. This is the reason you draft Jamar. 84 receptions, 1,780 yards, 20 TDs. That's why you draft him right there. Go check out the special tonight on NFL Network. Like Jen said, it's on at 7 o'clock. And, Doggy, what's up, brother? You said JT Daniels is looking great. Uh, it's awesome, dude. I'm glad he is. I appreciate when you give me Georgia updates on here. <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> love, love, love you, love, dog. Love you, dog. <laughs> um, but this is cool. Uh, so I heard Saunders and Davenport are talking with Easton and Madsen, which is cool. I mean, I, there's a good chance that Easton can come back, Madsen can come back, and that would be a good thing for the Bearcats basketball. If we get most of the guys to come back that have already been in the program and know what's up, I mean, that's a good start. And then you can add on to that because these, we know these guys can play. I mean, they proved it at, you know, last year and in the AAC tournament. So that that's where I'm at is, is – if you can get most of the guys to come back and you can sprinkle in some really good transfers, we could have a competitive team next year. I mean, it's going to be hard because he's got to bring them all together. Uh, it might be a rough year. It might not be. I, I don't know. I mean, I'm always a glass half full guy. I think it could be competitive, but we'll see. Uh, but the thing is, if he gets them and they all buy in and they all believe him, believe in him, unlike they did with Brandon, anything could happen. That's that's very true. I mean, you, you never know. I would hope that Cincinnati Bearcat fans, and I know I'm not the biggest Cincinnati Bearcat fan. I can't go on and tell you about his. No, you just but 20 minutes uh, talking about the Buckeyes. We know. <laughs> well, I'm just saying, you know. But I, I I like the Bearcats when they're not playing the Buckeyes. I I over the years I've kept up on them a little bit. Not trying to act like a guru. But I do hope that they will. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm laughing at dog. <laughs> I know. I, I know. <laughs> doggy, I, doggy, I, I love your 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 enthusiasm. You you love your school as much as I do. I I. Hey, you never know. I have no. I'm not lying. I have no idea what Georgia's got. Nor do I care unless I'm playing them. So, yeah. <laughs> but I, you know, I I, I feel you, brother. I, I think yeah. Uh, they got JT Daniels is, is, is about is, is what they got. Uh, <laughs> I haven't heard any other uh, five-star names uh, out of, out of Georgia yet. Uh, <laughs> um, oh, oh yeah. But what I was saying is, is I hope Bearcat fans don't expect so much out of this poor guy like that. You know, oh, that, that's the, that, that, that's the thing. I, that's a very good point. You, we have to give him a chance to develop his program. I mean, if it's, if we're not in, and there's a chance we might not be in the NCAA tournament for two years. I mean, there, there is a chance that 
only reason I'm giving us a chance to be in competitive next year is because of the transfer portal and of right. the potential talent and players he can get. If it's like it used to be, no, I would think we're definitely going to struggle next year. We still might struggle. I don't know. But with the potential of the players that we can get, it, it gives me hope that we can be good. And hopefully he can get it faster, but we got to give this guy a chance. We have to. He's our coach, whether we wanted Eric Martin or you wanted Nick Van Exel, which you couldn't have Nick Van Exel anyway. He didn't graduate college. That's for you, Crip, who you kept saying Nick Van Exel, Nick Van Exel. He didn't graduate college. He could have been the coach. Anyway, <laughs> or whoever else you wanted. Wes Miller is our coach. As Bearcat fans, and this is another thing I don't understand. People, some people will do this. Well, I'm not going to go to the to the game because or, you know the games because they didn't get Eric Barton. Yeah. <laughs> Why? Do you support the school or not? And that's that's what I keep saying. Those jerseys right there. That is all I care about is the jerseys. That's it. If those players put that jersey on, I care about them. If that coach is coaching for that team, I care about him. I'll support them. That's it. And that's the way every Bearcat fan should be. If you went to school there or if you're just a Bearcat fan, you should support them. Because what's the point of being a fan if you want them to fail? That doesn't make any sense. Or you're, or you're not going to go to the games. You're taking that enjoyment away from yourself. So let's say they go and they're uh, extremely successful, but you're like, I'm not going because they didn't get Eric Martin. Look, people, I wanted Eric Martin, okay? I thought it would have been great to get him. You know, I would have been all for it. I would have been, ecstatic. I would have been more excited about him than I am about Wes Miller. That's just because he's Final Four team, Bearcat culture, Bearcat history, connections to hugs. You know, I would have loved it. But the reality is this guy's got 10 years of coaching experience. He built a program from scratch. That's that's hard to beat by anybody's standard, you know. Any coaching uh, starts you go you go through, so that's where everybody just got to get together and become Bearcat fans, Bearcat country. We got to unite and just get behind this guy, and hopefully we can win. Now I know uh, in the chat somebody asked about the jerseys. Where the heck was that at? Oh, oh yeah, here Titus. He said, "What's up, everybody? Just want to know. Oh, do you all know how much the new jerseys are going to be? Ah, dude, I have no idea." <laughs> no, I'll find out Monday when I'm down there. Um, it's the uh, press conference is supposed to be at the uh, pro shop now. I don't know if I can get in <laughs> or not because I know protocol and all that stuff. So we'll see. Oh, wait, oh, here, here, uh, doggy's got a, uh, all the all these all the recruits for you. George, oh, you James Cook. Yeah, right. yeah. 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 good. Cool. Yeah. yeah. Good job. Yeah. Again. That's Love fine. you, doggy. But I don't really care. Love you, dog. <laughs> I'm glad you, you watched. That's cool. I hope you guys do good. I really do. You know, you know, I got nothing against Georgia. I don't nope. I mean you guys want to win. Cool. I mean, you guys have a great year. Awesome. That's Come great. Players. Yeah. You know, I mean, I'll, I'll be I'll be glad to face you in the in the, in the peach ball again and kick your ass this time. <laughs> there we go. There we go. <laughs> but you know what? Um you you were talking about and, and, and it kind of uh it's funny you had read some things like that uh, about your new. Coach. Well, it's not really this year. It's just, it's a lot of just when Mick came over and 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 that Brandon and I'm sure people have said it now because of Eric. So it's just things that I know have have, uh, now, our, have said. Yeah. Well, I can tell you this, and this isn't related um, to any coaches or, or the Bearcats, but I have actually read posts. 
where, and actually, um, you probably read the post. I sent it out to all everywhere, but it, it said what uh, what the Bengals will end up losing, or what could hurt the Bengals the most if they don't take Penai Sewell. And somebody commented, if they take Sewell, I'm never watching them again. And I'm just like, when you said that, it just kind of brought a brought that comment back to me. At first, I just let it kind of blow by. But I'm thinking, what kind of fan? Bearcat, Bengal, Red. Man, if you're out there, I'd love to talk. I'm not hating on you. I'd love to talk to you about it. But where do you get where if we if we take Sewell, that is going to anger you so much that you're not going to be a Bengal fan. I, and it kind of goes a little bit. Nobody said that about um, Cincinnati. But, yes, I, I, I exactly. I, I'm Jamar Chase. You know me. Oh, yeah. Touchdown, 1780, uh, 84 receptions. I mean, love the guy, want the guy. But if we take Sewell, I can promise you one thing. I'll be wearing – one of those Bengal hats the next day, you right. know. What I mean? So, exactly. That's what I said. I'm like, I'm a Chase guy, but if they take Sewell, I'll be fine with it. But I mean, honestly, Malik Wright from the Wright Sports Network. If you guys do not follow him, follow him on Twitter. He 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 nailed all the free agents the Bengals got, and he's coming out and he was on the Locked On Bengals podcast earlier this week, and gave a 95 percent guarantee, almost guarantee that the Bengals are going to take Chase. So that's that's where you know if he if he says it I believe him because he's been right about a lot of stuff. So yes. I think we're getting chased, and I like I talked about yesterday on on the show with Evan from Pro Football Focus, which you guys need to go follow him on Twitter. He is awesome. Um, I got his Twitter written down here. Where is that? But he was great yesterday, and just talking about how it's, it's uh, Mick Phillips at. Evan McPhillips was what his Twitter handle is. So go follow him. <clears throat> but just the information he was giving about Chase and how dynamic of a player he is and how good Leatherwood is, you know. And I'm not saying he's going, guaranteeing he's going to be there in the second round. It depends. He could go in the first. I don't know. But if we can get those two. Our offensive line is fixed. Our offense is going to be stellar. And if, if the draft falls right and we can get some of those edge rushers he was talking, or at least one of those edge rushers he was talking about yesterday, dude, we're going to be good. We're, 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 we're going to be good. That's And we're not that far away from it. No, and this is going to sound crazy. I'm going to get killed for this. Probably. But, you know me, no sensor, need a bleep button. Kidding, <laughs> not doing that. But anyway, um. I think we take Chase, we start getting close to that fifth pick in the second round. Actually, it'll be the sixth because we switch with oh, the Oh, my bad. That's Whatever. Right. Yeah. Yep. And a team, one, two ahead of us, calls us up and says, we're taking Leatherwood. Would you... No, I don't. I don't have time to exactly. Trade. No, trade up for him. No. What if it's say a fifth round pick next year? I mean, if it's nothing big, maybe, but I doubt it because because honestly, like 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 Evan said yesterday, 
If Leatherwood's not there, there's plenty of other guards that we could take. The re- the best reason I want Leatherwood because he's a tackle and can play that, guard. That, That's what I like. But we need to fix tackle. the problem we have now, we need a guard. And the thing is, <clears throat> with our new offensive line coach and having Spain all year and hopefully a healthy Serafilia this year, I think Pollock can coach those guys up. You never know. We might draft uh, a guy in the second round. And he might not beat Spain or 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 Serafilia out. I mean, who knows? True. It's not a guarantee. That's true. But the point is, Chase will be there. He'll be our third starting third wide receiver. That's a, that's a guarantee. That that's he's he's better than Alton Tate. He's better than than Michael Thomas. He, he's better. He's way better than those guys. Spain you, you, and and, and could be better than whoever we draft. I'm not saying he's going to be, but it could it could happen. And Frank Pog, I think it's going to make a huge difference in that. Yeah, I do too. Um, personally, an offensive tackle that can play guard, I would feel so much more comfortable. Um, oh, yeah. Just because, what have we got, a one-year deal on Brandon uh, Sheriff, 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 whatever? Uh, Who? Riley Reef? Uh, or, I, I mean, Reef, Reef. Yeah, Riley Reef, yeah. One year? Yeah, one year. Well, yeah, he's, yeah. So, hey, yeah. You know, I I kind you know I I'd love to get some sort of an offensive tackle, but we're still ahead of the way ahead of the uh, horse car here. Yeah. So you know, anything can happen in the draft. Anybody can move. Some people could move up, make us, and even help us more uh, get Leatherwood. You you never know. Right. Now, um, T so- and T Sports here says, but Zach Taylor sucks. <laughs> now, one thing I'll say. Now, Jeremy agrees with you. I'm not saying he sucks. And I, I've said this on the show many, many times. If you watched the game against the Tennessee Titans and watched that offense and the Tennessee Titans were a playoff team, that's how I think Zach Taylor's offense is going to look. Zach Taylor has never had a good offensive line here. If you get Leatherwood or get somebody as guard and you got Riley Reef at tackle, the offensive line, this is going to be the best offensive line he's had in the three years he's been the head coach. Give him a, you got to give him a chance and see what happens. So I'm I think Armadillo stinks, but my boy <laughs> Bleak Wright is the opposite. He thinks this is gonna be a good year. And I thought this was kind of inter- interesting. He said this on the Bengals Locked On podcast. He said he thinks this is Armadillo's chance to be have his best year as a coach because of the guys that he has. He he says he finally has his guys and they all believe in what he's trying to do. Which is true. I, I agree. These guys came here and signed. They're going to believe in what he's going to do. Carlos Dunlap didn't believe it. I'm not sure if Gino did. Uh, I, Willie J3, I don't think, believed in it. You know, So there were lots of guys here that didn't believe in what he was doing. The guys that he signed obviously believe in what he's doing or they wouldn't have came here no matter how much money they pay him. If they don't think they can be successful, they're not going to come here. So I do agree with what Malik Wright is saying. So for the narrative that Zach Taylor sucks – is uh, just I don't know. You you gotta you got you gotta look at the talent that he's had and what he's had to do. And if he sucks so bad, why the hell did he beat the Squirrels with a third string quarterback? <laughs> you know, I mean, I, and if you look at the way the Bengals were starting to go before Joe freaking Burrow got injured, the offense was starting to click. They were starting to figure out what they could do because there was only certain things they could do because of the offensive line. Right. So I always go on here and I feel like I'm always defending Zach Taylor, but. When people just say, sorry, silly stuff like that, you have to pay attention to the details of the game and the details of what happened last year, you know, and how they 
were starting to improve. And the end of the season, after they got through the devastation of losing Joe Freakenborough, which it was devastating, it's a big loss, you know. It took them a couple games, but they got their feet back under them and played pretty damn good the last couple games, except for the last game of the season. I don't even want to talk oh. about that one. <laughs> that one, I don't even know. I don't have I don't have any words for that one. So I'm what? not I'm not on the platform that Zach Taylor sucks. I am on the platform that he's got to this is a make or break here. Contract wise, obviously. He's got to at least be a winning program, a, a winning season. I want him to make the playoffs. He's to me, it's third year. You got Joe Freaking Burrow. If you get Chase and you get your offensive line fixed, you get and Armadillo's got everything he's wanting on the on the defense for the last two years. It's put up or shut up time this year. They got to make the playoffs in my mind. I don't know if that's the way the Bengals feel about it, but you know, but just not to call you out, but when people just say uh, he sucks, okay. Well, you have to actually look at what's happened, you know, look at you know the situation is and I'm not trying to make excuses. I'm speaking facts on what happened during this past season. Sorry, didn't mean to go on my soapbox, but just, I don't know, people just say general stuff like that. I'm like, yeah, you got to look at the, the whole picture. You know, it's bigger than just, he sucks. There's yeah. about this much more <laughs> to yeah. it. Yeah, and, you know, even on, on the other side, as um, when we talk about the offensive line, um, you know, I'm just, what, what worries me about, I think we've got one good tackle, really good. I think, and I think um, Jonah Williams is going to grow into that spot. I hope we don't bring him in and have to get two tackles because those are the hardest to get. And this is my only point on really hoping that Leatherwood is there who can play tackle is because I believe we're going to win a lot of games this year. I do too. And I also think that we're not going to be in the top 10, top 15 drafting. So next year, the year's up for Reef. It, we signed somebody else for a one-year deal. I mean, you know what I mean? I, I, I just would – I, I, I kind of miss that continuity we had when Whitworth we – Well, the, the dude, he when Whitworth – look, the problem – we talked about this on, online. When Whitworth and, and Zeitler left – They've never been able to replace them. They've tried. They missed on Obwehi and Fisher and Price and all these guys that they've tried to get the offensive line. So it's going to take time. And now he now T, TNC comes back and says his his record. I understand his record, but did you look at the team that he had? <laughs> you know, there was no talent. It was an aging team. The talent had left. The offensive line was terrible. They've tried to fix the offensive line. It hasn't worked out. So yes. Your record is what you say it is, as, as Bill Parcell says. But if you ain't got the players, you ain't got the players, you know? And you know, injury. And I said this from, and, from when, yeah. if you look at the team that Marvin Lewis took over in 2003, the talent that was already on that team before he got here, compared to what Zach took over, it's, it's not even close. I mean, you already had an offensive line. You had TJ and Chad here. You had Corey Dillon. I mean, you had the makings of, of a really good team. You just needed the right coach. You know, so they had the talent there. This is the opposite. I'm not saying Zach's a really good coach. I don't know yet. You know, I, we're going to find out this year. I think this is his best opportunity to prove that. And you know, somebody asked, "What what uh what do you have to do to to save his job?" Or here it is. How many wins does he have to save his job? I'm not going by wins. I want playoffs. I mean, third year, you got your coach, or you got your quarterback, you got your wide, hopefully your wide receiver core. 
Armadillo should have his defense. I want the playoffs. You know, that's what I want. How much more money needs to be spent two years in a row on defense on the offensive line now drafting at six? How much more before we go to the playoffs? I mean, it's got to happen. No, if he does that bad this year, he should be fired. Well, duh. (laughs) Of course. I mean, that's obvious. That's I'm sorry, but yeah, you're right. I mean, that's obvious. He does bad. Of course he gets fired. I mean, that's kind of what I'm saying. If he doesn't make the playoffs, yes, he should get fired. (laughs) Agreed. Yes. Good point. (laughs) Sorry, I'm not kidding. We love you, though, T. I'm not trying to be – I feel like I'm trying to be – I'm being a jerk, and I'm not trying to be, but it's just kind of like, well, yeah, (laughs) I agree with you. Yeah. Yeah. Sure enough, man. All right. We got – ooh. Outfit boss. I don't think you've ever commented before. Let's see. Oh, I don't think I've heard that one. Welcome to the show. If we go one and five and two and seven this year, do you think Zach will be tired dur- fired during the season? Hell yeah, he better. <laughs> yeah, if we start out one and five or two and seven, yes. I don't. Uh, yeah, yeah. Oh, <laughs> I, I don't. Yeah, I don't see how. I don't, trust me, the fan base will be calling for it. Yeah, he would. He would have to be fired. You want to talk about uh, the late, great Sam yeah. Weish quit throwing <clears throat> stuff on the field. <laughs> yeah. But that, that, I guess all these comments here go to the point I was saying before about Cincinnati fans. And you guys are, are proving it right here. You're already looking at, okay, well, what if this happens? What, what if the bad part happens? I don't know. The season hasn't started yet. We've got Joe Freakaburro on the men. He's, I'm 99% sure he's going to start game one. Sounds like we're going to get the best wide receiver. And some people say the best player in the draft in Jamar Chase. We already signed a a right tackle. We're going to get at least a really good guard in the second round. Our offensive line should be fixed. We got a whole bunch of new guys on defense. All the stuff that the Bengals have done. And I'm getting comments, Zach Taylor sucks. What if this happens? What if that? Yeah. What if they start out really good and we play great? I mean, why worry about the stuff that the worst stuff? That's that's what I don't understand. I don't understand why everybody's like, well, what if this happens? What if we win? <laughs> you know, yeah. I mean, I, I, if if we lose, then we lose. I mean, then you know, then yeah, then he's gonna get fired, and we got to start all over again, and yada yada yada. I mean, those are all obvious things. Yeah. But people, what if we win? You know, why can't why can't people think like that? You know, I don't, I just don't get this. What was me mentality? You know, I don't get it. You know, I, I just I don't understand. I, I mean, I, you know, I mean, that's a good point. He still sucks. Yeah. Good job. <laughs> it's like it's like Stockholm syndrome, man. You know, and I think uh you and I both are completely hook, line, and sinker. Um, this is for you, uh T or TNC. TNC or, sports talker. If I can call you T, that'd be great. Um, but anyway, you know, we have been Bengal fans. Well, some of us 40, some of us a few more. Hey, hush it. 46. Um, but we've gotten so used to the bad drafts or the bad coaches or all this. It, but we're, we still try to find – and there's nothing wrong with it. There's nothing wrong with being a Bengal fan and still rooting for your team, whether they sucked last year or they sucked the last five. Yeah. They're your team, and that's and that's where maybe you don't have that type of fandom. You know, I call it a Stockholm syndrome, but uh, that type fanatic. of fanatic, 
Fan is, is short for fanatical. The, exactly. And maybe you don't have that type of fandom, but we do. And we always want our Bengals to do the best. And if they suck, we'll say they suck. I promise you that. Keep watching the show, bro. <laughs> yeah, keep watching the show. I mean, hey, like I said, I'm, I'm not saying they're going to win the play. I'm not saying any of that stuff. I just I just don't understand the 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 woe is me cancel you know, cancel culture. All oh, this is all bad things are going to happen. Like I, I don't know how old TNC talk is. I was here for the '90s. That sucked being a Bengals fan. Oh, my and you know, every year I'm kind of like, okay, maybe this is the year. This year, what they're doing now, they didn't even come close to doing in the '90s. So that's where I'm like, and it's back to back years of signing players, getting players, getting better. Get, you know, and so just be positive. What you got? You got plenty. If they suck, you blow them up. I'll blow them up if they suck. Trust yep. me. They suck. Yep. I'll be yep. up first one going. You got to fire Zach Taylor. You got to do this. Yep. But right now, season ain't started yet. Come on. Yep, that's right. And, man, it was so bad in the 90s. We didn't just have a bad offensive line. We had a bad defensive secondary. We had a bad defense, period. Uh, well, Corey Sawyer was one of the worst cornerbacks <laughs> I've ever seen play in, in my life. I watched Jeff Blake get screwdriver into the ground by Bruce Smith every time we played the Bills. I mean, it was just – it, it was agony. So I let's, guess. hey, it's a new era. It's a new day. New day. But let's talk about the the first place team we have in this city. It's the Cincinnati Reds. And they are still in first place. Here's the batting order for tonight. You got Winker, Cassianos, Vado, Suarez, Moustakis, Senzel, the Red Sparrow, Jonathan India, Stevenson, and Hoffman is your pitcher. Now, this is another cool thing. I know he's kind of, Cooled off a little bit, but I still think he's got a shot of being rookie of the year. Jonathan India is killing it. 333 batting average, OPS of 395, 12 hits, 15 stole bases, 11 RBIs, five runs, zero errors. That is awesome. So, like again, Reds fans, Cincinnati fans, be happy with what is going on. You know, I mean, that's their thing. I was listening to, I was listening to their podcast and they were talking about, yeah, everybody got excited about, about the Reds, and now they suck. I'm like, they don't suck. They're in first place, people. <laughs> like, what is up with Cincinnati fans? We're, we're still we're, in first place. We're above I mean, 500, man. I mean, what? I mean, we're, we're, we're not going to win 14 in a row. No. And that's that's the other thing I said. I said, when we were 5-1, five and, five and one, I said, enjoy it, because it ain't going to last the whole time, meaning we're not going to play that good the entire time. Enjoy it. You know? <laughs> and it's just, anyway. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, let's see here. We got the uh, Jeff Hoffman uh, starts tonight. Uh, he's got a 3.68 ERA against Logan Allen, 2.7 ERA. Uh, C. Trent Rosecrans tweeted this out that the Punisher, Arcides Aquino, uh, has been put on the IL with a, la a left handmate. I think I'm saying the right fracture. I think it's something in his foot and recalled from the alternate field sites. Um, May Sherlock. He's an infielder. So Punisher is gone for a little bit. So we got that to worry about. Hopefully Shogo will be coming back soon. But Jeremy D, it's about 630. I think I'm going to roll on out here. Let's get to the Facebook groups that let us live stream. And I appreciate every single one of you guys there. Hootay Nation. 
one of the great Bengal groups. Jen is on there. Jen is the queen of Houday Nation. And Jen, I got to give it to you. I get all the shout outs and everything you're doing on Houday Nation. I'm not kidding. I appreciate the crap out of it. It is awesome. You are a big help to getting my page to a thousand likes and the page over to a, a, a thousand followers. Now we got to get the YouTube channel to a thousand followers. We are very, very close. Uh, I got Cincinnati Reds riding third and heading for home. Bearcat country. I said, I love you guys. We've had our fights about Brandon. Let's all get over it. Come together, support Wes Miller as the head coach, and hopefully we can get back to prominence in college basketball. Then you got my boys' favorite team, Pete, Ohio State Bucknuts. It's a great group. I enjoy it. Kip and all those guys on there letting us uh, live stream on there. The Ice Bar. It's a virtual bar. Friday night, belly up to the bar. We talk smack to each other, have fun, and just enjoy Sports with everybody. It's just a sports page. It's a sports page. It's a show page. Have fun. Like I said, you follow me on all my social media platforms. Like I said, the Strawberry Ice page. I've got 1,000 likes. I've got 1,084 followers, which is awesome. Twitter, I'm at 340. It's getting getting up there. You follow me on Instagram, TikTok. I'll be pulling the sound off later on tonight. The podcast is blowing up. You guys are doing awesome. So I'm trying to get it up as fast as I can after the show's over. Um, so if you miss the show, you can't watch it. Check out the podcast. It's on uh, iTunes, uh, Apple Podcast, uh, Spotify, uh, Bean Pod, pretty much wherever you get your podcast. It's there. Make sure you give me a five star review. You know, hit the subscribe button, download it, listen to it, share it with your friends, tell everybody about sports with Strawberry Ice. YouTubers, like I said, we're at nine hundred and ninety two. So close. Hopefully by this weekend, I'm over a thousand. That would be wonderful. And other than that, Jeremy D, you help us roll on out of here. I sure will, man. And just for a quick nugget for you Buckeye fans, um, a guy we're not going to see tomorrow is safety Malik Hooker. Um, He got his second DUI and not looking good for the backfield for him. And – I also wanted to bring one more thing up about your coach, Bearcats, and it's a good thing. And it was something Jeff told me before the show. Was he not ranked or put in the position of the best college basketball coaching prospect under 40? Yes, he was ranked number one under 40 coaching prospect by ESPN. There you go, guys. Be happy. Cincinnati Reds, we're over 500. Bengals, we're going to kill it at the draft. Tomorrow's going to be a great day for Buckeyes, Bearcats. Bearcats got spring football, and people can go. That's what's awesome. You can go to the stadium, both of them, I think. How many people are they letting in Ohio State? Do you know? Uh, just under 20. Uh, okay, you guys are under 20. We're, we're at five, so. Which yeah. I that's you got a different size stadium, so yeah, <laughs> but the horseshoe's a little bigger than than Nippert is. <laughs> yep. So, but other than that, everybody all together. As always, remember one thing and one thing only, and that is you don't live in Cleveland, you live in Cincinnati. So act like it. Go to YouTube and subscribe to the show. Exactly. Who day? Welcome, Coach Miller. It's Miller time. Let's do this thing. 
You guys have a great weekend. We'll see you Monday. And that's just sports, baby. See ya! Yeah. Yeah.